Okay, so nothing happened this weekend. Um, nope. Matthew, unfortunately, though, is no longer with us on this podcast. Um, and by no longer with us, I mean not with us this week, because he is out doing competitive... No, Matt, Matt died. <laughs> should I just... Should that be the title this week? <laughs> Matthew died? Question mark? Just like Kyle Larson's hopes of uh, winning at Darlington last weekend. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, well, he won an Xfinity, though. Oh, yeah. Mm. Probably shouldn't have won that race, but we can get there. The Big Racers podcast falls apart. Things fall apart. Members die. You never had to read that book. <clears throat> Things fall apart. It it's... sounds familiar, but I didn't read that book. No. It was a um, it was a book by a... I forget what country he was from. I forget his the author's name too, but it was like a book about like an African village when like colonial settlers were like coming in, mm. like you know the Brits and stuff, and they're like, "Oi, mate, I want your yams," and uh, the, <laughs> right, yeah, you know, as That's British people said. do, yeah, oi, bruv, oi, yeah. Sorry, that's what they said. I should have said, bro. Was it? It was like Nigeria or something. Sounds right. Mm. <laughs> Why does that sound so familiar to me? I know I never read that book. Anyway, who cares? It's apart. books. Books are for losers and people who want to be smart, and we don't want to be smart. We just want to be big moron idiots and say a bunch of dumb stuff about racing. Big moron Isn't idiots, that right? Big moron idiots. That's us. Fake racers podcast. Big idiots podcast. Uh. I'm Davey right. Hazard. I'm Joe Tulinski. And uh, again, Matthew if, Steelman, not with us if, tonight. If you're new here, I'm actually Davey Hazard. He's and I'm actually, actually Joe Tulinski. We were, we were playing a funny prank on you. Hello and welcome, folks. I'm, my name is Jeff Gordon. Wow, seven-time champion. That clip. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Do we want to just get right into it? Have we dilly-dallied enough? <coughs> we've dilly-dallied. This let's, one's got a retro we, feel to let's it. dally. This yeah, one's got a retro it. feel to it. Let's throw back weekend. Back when we didn't know what we were doing. Not that we know now, but... <clears throat> right, exactly. Uh, William Byron won. It, yeah, who cares? Nobody's liking. He's here. It's like... It, like I, I'm, I'm assuming he has like some fans, right? But well, he's William a Hendrick Byron... driver, so yeah. When William Byron when William Byron wins, I think the collective NASCAR community is just like, hmm, mm. where are we at next week? You know, yeah. like it's like okay, whatever. That's the thing with the HMS guys, right? Like, it got it resurfaced this week that they're all boring. Well, three of them are, <laughs> and one of them is a little out there, but he's not racing right now, anyways. Yeah. Um, but like Kyle Larson, of course, has his fan base because of dirt things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chase Elliott's got his fan base from his dad and Dale Jr. Right. William Byron's exactly. just in the 24, <laughs> question mark? Yeah, he's... Because, like, um, Chase took a like, lot of those Jeff Gordon fans, too. <laughs> William Byron's like, if I was seasoning, I'd be flour. You know what I mean? So, Which I is okay. Know. He likes candles. I always Good remember that about him. He's a big candle guy. Good for him. I like feel something like William, you put on a dating app profile. I like candles. I feel like William Byron is like shielded from the media. Like, mm. 
Like you know how Riley, you know how you know how we always joke about Riley Herbst being like generic race car guy, generic race car driver. They saw that William Byron was that, and they're like, "Don't say a word. Don't say anything. <laughs> You're not allowed to do anything. You don't say words. You go outside and you say thank the sponsors. You say you had a good day, and you go back inside. Like they don't let him do that because they know that he's just Riley Herbst with a little bit more talent and a little like he's got. So like that's the thing. Like he's at least got like some like in his interviews. Like he's got emotions, right? But they don't feel real. They're like, ha, they're, like the Hendrick, they're like the Hendrick PR agent said, like, okay, now act like you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're disappointed this week. <laughs> you're mad that you finished sixth. Get angry. <laughs> um, but you know he's good at Darlington, so that's that's good for him. Yeah, he got got a win that kind of got. Not stolen from him last year, but taken away at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I think that was the story that a lot of people were starting to run with there after we saw the finish of that race, which we'll get to in a second, but first. Mm. But wait, there's more before that. Truex Jr. looked like the dominant car early on in that race. One stage one. Wasn't. Was the dominant car until he wasn't. That's, that is right. That is right, Davey, because all of a sudden, Ross Chastain was like, see ya, sucker. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ross Chastain decided to try to be a good teammate and uh, stayed behind Daniel Suarez for way too long. And it was noticeable. I was wondering, like, because I don't think the booth brought it up. And I was watching it, and I was like, this is clearly what's happening. And they're like, yeah, it just seems like he's stalled out behind his teammate. And I'm like, weird how that happened. I wonder why. His teammate? I wonder, huh. I wonder like, why that happened. Hmm. I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I'm like looking at Clint Boyer, like, yeah, I want, I wonder why that happened. <laughs> well, no one ever, no one ever accused Clint Boyer or Carl Edwards for that matter, because it was stage two of being all that smart. So, mm, true. But anyway, Martin Truex Jr. was fast until he wasn't, yeah. um, and then he really wasn't fast at stage at the end of stage three. Um, it, I, <laughs> when he, he was did whatever he did. Well, the end of stage two was weird because, like, he made that big move on Ross going into three on the last lap, right, of the stage. Mm -hmm. And, like, Ross goes down to block, which we all know that's going to happen. Exactly. We all know. Like, I don't know why people were, like, surprised by that. Yeah. And Trix just absolutely messed it up and wrecked himself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... And still got a top ten finish in the stage. This is a theme that will continue later on as well when we talk about more stuff. It's like, well, like, what did you expect then to happen? <laughs> like, did you, like, have you been paying attention? Like, this, all the evidence has been there for you. You just decided to ignore it. <laughs> you know? Which, I, I, I say this often, and this is not like a dig at Truex per se, but, like, Truex does not have racecraft, so I it makes sense that he would do something like that his tracks again he was the fastest car until he wasn't and then he tries to be the fastest car when he's not and he gets contact with ross and then he tries to do it again in stage three and he ends up um nose into the wall uh sliding down the racetrack because i don't know what happened in that one it looks like he just missed it mm -hmm. in, in the in the, like the the one of the late race restarts the uh, the one where he wrecked with Logano and the big one like I I have no idea like that was mm. weird like with the one that we're gonna talk about next probably like you kind of like 
have you reasons for it. Truex just kind of sent it and missed. Yeah. Which is, it was interesting, to say the least. Interesting. Very. Interesting. Major, it was a real thinker, that one. Real mm. thinker. Bro was the thinker. Um, But it, Truex, 19 team, they're starting to figure things out, it feels like, with this next-gen car. Toyota as a whole is kind of mm. under the radar because they have, like, four of the top six in points right now. Yeah. Something crazy with the 11, the 20, the 19, and the 45. Um, and even in terms of like speed recently in general, like yeah. Denny, Denny's been fat. Denny was fast at Darlington too, but I think they had like some sort of thing. They, had they were just behind to. all day. Yeah. Um, Bubba um, was fast, but they had a penalty. So, yeah. um, but the real story um, of the weekend, of course, is uh, Ross Chastain and continuing to do uh, weird stuff and be a great, <laughs> great, great for TV guy. Great for yeah. TV guy. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, Everyone, I mean, if you're listening to this, you you saw it. Everyone saw it. Um, on that next restart after the Truex thing, which t- took up all the attention, which is important to note, took up all the attention of everything that happened on that restart. Uh, Truex goes for uh, a pretty ambitious move, bouncing off the five, bouncing off the side of the five car. Does the exact same thing Martin Truex Jr. did. Ends up nosed in the wall. Signed on the racetrack. Chastain. Yeah, we got. Yeah, Chastain. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, we got pushed like a quarter of the way around the racetrack, <laughs> which was quite funny. Um, it was a nice touch. It was a nice touch. It was like, like it. it, it yeah, it was funny. He, he did you hear the spotter radio? He's still pushing. Still pushing you. you. Still pushing you. <laughs> still pushing you. <laughs> it's very funny. It's on Twitter if you got to look that up. Um. But something that, like, like everyone saw that accident face value and, like, everyone was extremely mad at Ross Chastain. Like, oh, you can't keep doing this. This is just tearing up equipment. What a clown. Oh. And then, you know, you have Cliff Daniels on the radio, who I, I understand has to ride or die for his driver, but it's kind of like, excuse me, kind of raging out for Kyle. Like, mm-hmm. Chevrolet, this is a joke, Chevrolet. Chevrolet, Chevrolet, it's a joke. Chevrolet, Chevrolet, he's wrecking us. I'm telling on him. It was kind of like weird, in my opinion, because if that wreck didn't happen uh, with, with Truex on the previous restart, everyone would be suddenly aware that Kyle Larson walled the hell out of Ross Chastain. And Ross was just trying to, like, he was just trying to get even. And he misjudged it. Don't get me wrong. Still made a mistake and ended up wrecking him. And people will be like, well, that's why Kyle Larson's such a good driver. He didn't wreck everybody. Well, he damn well could have. It really wasn't that far different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but, again, Ross Chastain, everything's Ross Chastain's fault. Blame it on Ross Chastain. I think people are blowing up for no reason. There's, like, all this discourse now about Ross Chastain. Like, oh, he's, he's got to get a handle on him. He can't he's got, win. He can't. Oh, my God. I My favorite NASCAR fan thing right now, and I said this in the Discord, and I wanted to tweet it, but I didn't. My favorite my favorite NASCAR fan thing right now is one person on Twitter last week brought up how Ross Chastain hadn't won in a year, and everyone decided to be like, oh, well, Ross Chastain doesn't win nearly enough. You, hear, you see that stat where he hasn't won in a year? You see that? You see how he hasn't won in a year? He just needs to win more if he wants to race like that. While he like is coming off a season where he was in the final four in points and is currently leading the points 
in the Cup Series right now as if he's not performing probably the best of the best and is one of the top Chevy teams in the sport. Like, it's just it's just weird. The discourse on Kyle Larson is... Or, sorry, excuse me. Ross Chastain. They're both the damn same. That's why everyone's mad. It, it, the discourse <laughs> is, is weird. It's just weird. They are the same. They are. They'll put you in compromising positions to to save themselves. Well, do you remember when Kyle Larson couldn't win, and he couldn't win, and he couldn't win, and then finally he won, and it was like, okay, he won, and then the next year he won, and it's like, okay, you're driving Ganassi stuff. That's cool. You can win at two-mile tracks. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the talent's there. Like, to, to, to just try to say, like, discount the talent is crazy. Because we are in a time period right now where there is so much parity among mm-hmm. the field um, that I think being consistent means more than it ever did. Um, even though if the format doesn't allow for that. Uh, and like you said, the big thing is the Trix really saved Larson's keister, right? Like, that Trix wreck doesn't happen. I think we're talking more about Kyle Larson dooring Ross into the fence. And okay, well now he's even with him for the Dover incident, I guess, that is somehow the end of the world and the worst thing that Ross has ever done. Yeah, I it's really weird how people are being like, Ross Chastain wrecked us out of Dover. What the f- what are you talking about? No, you wrecked about? yourself out of Dover when you decided to mash the gas to go around a car that was coming up the hill. <laughs> and also, like, it was a thing that he didn't mean to do, and you got caught up in an act. That's like that's like trying to say like Derek Cope wrecked Noah Gragson out at Homestead. Yeah, yeah, it was certainly like unfortunate, but even like it's not like anyone did anything explicitly wrong. It was just like circumstances. And then you have like you have Cliff Daniels like three weeks in a row now. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? I don't get it. Wait, 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 wait. I, I, okay, I, need, I need to say a piece. I need to say a piece. I need to say a piece. Go ahead, go ahead. Kyle Larson, if he was in the same shoes as Ross Chastain, makes the same moves, which you said. He has done the same thing. He wrecked his godforsaken teammate last year to win. Are, are, mm-hmm. we, are we forgetting about that now? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, that's right, because it's convenient. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's convenient to forget about him wrecking Chase at Watkins Glen. Forgot about that. Um, and, you know, it's just, it, it's so frustrating because Trackhouse's rise has been so much about Ross, right? Suarez has been doing better than he did his first year, and this year is maybe a little lackluster compared to last. But Trackhouse's rise has really been the key, key figure, and that has been Ross Chastain. And the fact that now we're at a position where that one team, they're with the Hendrick cars every week, and all of a sudden, which I'm going to transition over to you, Davey, all of a sudden Hendrick has a problem with Ross Chastain. Yeah, it's weird, right? Huh. It's weird, right? Weird weird how that's happening. Suddenly there's a little bit of um, a little bit of a contender at the top with his manufacturer stuff, and Rick Hendrick wants to get all too big for his britches about it, like... Like, I don't, again, it's just like, <clears throat> and it's not weird given the evidence that you just gave, right? But it's, it's weird. Like, it's not like, it's not normal. It was just not, yeah, it was very not normal. It was like an out of character thing. 
I guess if you look at it a certain way, it, it, it kind of is in character if you look at it another way. I don't know. I just get really skeevy vibes from the whole How? piling on on Ross from How? Hendrick Motorsports. How is he going to win a championship if he's got all these enemies in the playoffs? I don't know. How do you make it to the Final Four last year? Yeah, exactly. 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 He's got like what two more enemies this year than he did last year, and Apparently people are wondering how he's going to win a championship. Too. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. The only guy that actually did anything to him is okay with him now. Crazy. Yeah. Again, it's it is disproportionately like skewed towards Hendrick, and people are um just going nuts because it's it's Hendrick drivers. I mean, we're seeing it so clearly now. Like the Hendrick, like I don't, I don't want to say pull because I wouldn't say that they're pulling anything in a, in one direction or another, but like as far as the general, sorry, I'm I'm working through a through a toothache. We didn't establish that at the beginning of the show, um, <laughs> so it's a little bit of a struggle. Even though I have so much to say, um, it's just it's tough to watch something as exciting as Ross Chastain, um. As someone who's as exciting as Ross Chastain, get neutered by competition that can't seem to handle the fact that they are getting outran by him. And there, and there are some, there are some points that have been made that I agree with in the past week. That you know, like um, Jesse Love was on Doorbumper Clear, and he actually had some really mature things to say. I was actually very surprised. I kind of like ended up liking Jesse Love after his appearance on the show. He said some really mature things about how Ross, like, you know, he has the talent to where he doesn't have to do that all the time. And I, I think that's a fair point, but also I think that Ross Chastain has been doing that less. It's just, he's had a couple of dust-ups that have included high-profile drivers. Um, one of them wasn't even noticed until that driver... And I say high profile, I mean that loosely in the Cup Series. Like, like until that driver walked up and tried to mess with him and got punched in the face. And the other one is just Kyle Larson. Mm. So, even that argument, while I think there's merit to it, is just, like, recency bias, Hendrick bias. Like, we're just looking at it through a lens that is just painting Ross as, like, a, as like not just like the villain of the sport, which I think he is, and that's good, but like as a genuinely like malicious dude who wants to do these things and wants to be a nuisance. Yeah. Like I think that's I think that's wrong to paint him like that because he's as much as I disagree with some of his racing and some of the things that he does, he is just racing hard. And that's how he got up in the sport. He didn't you know, he's racing like it's the last race of his life and I don't always agree with that, but I understand why he does it. And um, it's unfortunate that high-profile race teams are trying to nudge, nudge, wink, wink at Chevy that, like, this is a problem. And then that actually filtering its way over to a race team that's really cool and doing cool things and has drivers that, you know, disrupt. Anyway, I think it's a little lame. Well, disrupts a good word for it. Ross Chastain has disrupted the status because remember a few years, a year or two ago, even we were talking about how these lower series, how there's a lack of respect, and I think people like to bring up the lack of respect thing a lot. But like Ross, Ch I don't think I've ever seen Ross Chastain flat out just wreck somebody. 
hook someone into the wall or you know what I mean? Like mm. I can't think like, yeah, okay. He bumped AJ out of the way or Bowman out of the way and it wrecked AJ, but that wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to wreck you so I can win. That was, I'm going to move you out of the way. And I just moved you a little too hard this past weekend. He didn't go into that corner saying, all right, I'm going to wreck Kyle Larson here. He went yeah. to that corner saying, I'm going to give him no room because he gave me no room. And he never gives anyone room. Right? Like, you know, he didn't go into those races last year with Denny or into that Phoenix restart with Chase and go, I'm going to wreck, I'm going to wreck the nine car. I'm going to wreck the 11 car. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And not that any, I don't, but we've seen other race car drivers go in with that and we're applaud. We applaud it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you went yeah. in there and you, you did what you had to do. I mean, so, if you really want to get like, uh, if you really want to get technical about it, Kyle Larson has clearly intentionally wrecked people more than I think Ross has. I think Justin Haley last year in the clash. That one was bad too. Um, and if you want to, <laughs> this, this was a long time ago, but the battle of the beach thing was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. That one was like pretty bad. I think, I think that one, that one doesn't count anymore I, though i feel like that one was bad enough to where like he didn't do it for a while after that i feel like that one was bad enough someone got like their hands on him and maybe they <laughs> like not saying like a fight but they're like hey, hey don't, don't do that, do that. <laughs> s-h-i-t like that's that's bs because he wrecked the hell out of that i forget who it was but <clears throat> anyway but it's uh i have on here how do we idiot proof the garage I, I don't even know if that's possible but just kind of, again, going along what we've been talking about. Seems like there's a lot of people that don't understand that there's a difference between intentionally wrecking somebody and racing somebody hard and making a mistake. That's really frustrating. Yeah, I think the problem is, in, in, in public opinion, it gets painted as the same thing. Yeah. There's the same amount of outrage per incident. So, I mean, you could say Kyle Larson intentionally wrecked Ross Chastain. I mean, he pulled off the wall, too. I mean... If you watch that, but he pull, I don't know if that's the, I can't tell you if it's the line that's, or not, yeah, but he comes reach, off the but... wall, right? Hey, hey, they make contact. He's wrecking me. I'm, I'm okay. I'm gonna finish the job, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying, just saying. I get so. it. Um, there's a big one at Darlington down the back straightaway. Took out a bunch of guys. Um, just wanted to mention it because it's the second year in a row we had a big one off a of turn two at Darlington. <laughs> Darlington's a cool track. Arlington is a cool Cool track. things like that happen at it. Not that I love Rex or anything, but <laughs> the fact that, I don't know. It's just, I, oh man. Forgot to mention too, Justin Marks had some really weird comments about trying to like rain Ross Chastain in on Monday. So I have a feeling someone at Chevy did talk to Justin Marks. Uh, yeah, I was, yeah, I was kind of trying to allude to that too, but. Because it was weird. I wouldn't be surprised. It was weird. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just. Justin Marks playing damage control for the media. He's Why? a smart guy. Why? Like, embrace it. Ross Chastain last week, he was on the Pat McAfee show. I know you don't know what that is, but very, very big sports show, YouTube, very big, big deal to be on that mm-hmm. show, right? You get a lot of eyeballs on that show. Um, NASCAR drivers have only been on that show. I can only there's only two other drivers that were on it. Chase Elliott was on it a few weeks ago, before Martinsville. 
Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure NASCAR pulled some strings and probably paid some money to get him on there. <laughs> and I think Ty Dillon was on it one time and absolutely flopped. It was kind of funny. Um, yeah. Didn't make sense. They just, it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good fit, right? Mm. But like, dude, on this show last week, Ross Chastain was entertaining. It took him a while to get out of his shell, but he got out of his shell. You know, he kind of understood the show. And, and things like that, going out there and showing personality on shows like that is important for the sport and to try to neuter drivers that are willing to do that and help grow the sport. And I think I've heard, I forget who I've heard say it, but Ross is more than willing to be a, um, be someone that helps grow the sport. I forget what the words that were used. To try to go out there and neuter that is stupid. Very stupid. At a time where you're struggling for fans, where your most popular driver was out for a few weeks and your ratings took a huge dip. Like, crazy. Don't do that. Um, moving on, Xfinity Series. Kyle Larson won that race. Um, rode the wall in turns three and four. Wrecked John Hunter because he came off the wall. Um... Bit of a reach. I won't. I won't put it's that. A, no, no, no. It's Larson, a reach. But... but if it was Ross Chastain, <laughs> is that fair? Yeah, I guess I get it. <laughs> There's people would probably focus more on like, like, because Larson walled JHN in three. Yeah. Like, like on corner entry. I mean, <clears throat> taking away all of the, like, taking away like who's there, like, blah blah, blah the, like all the comparisons and stuff. Was at the end of the day pretty fair racing. Yeah. Um, they both try to get at each other. Um, I feel like John Hunter could have misjudged a little bit because I think when he when he nipped Kyle Larson's quarter panel and hooked them both kind of up to the fence, that was over. That was it for him. Where I feel like if he maybe burped up a little bit and hit him square in the rear end instead, instead of getting to the quarter panel. He probably could have just snuck his way around him, but anyway, it was really good racing. Darlington, Xfinity, never disappoints. They had, another, they had a big one, too, in turn three and four. That thing was crazy. Took out, like, mm. half the field. Wild. Darlington, the new home of the big one. Correct. <laughs> uh, Christian Eckes outlasted a charge from William Byron in the Truck Series race to... Ecoma win completely forgot about it when I was writing our show sheet this week that Eckes won that race. Um, but that's his second win of the year for uh McAnally's team. <clears throat> have to think Good that he's he's well I know. But I have to think that he's probably one of the championship favorites down there with Zane and someone else. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch the truck series one day. <laughs> and <laughs> just again, late race restarts in the truck series are always wild. Um, IndyCar GP or Indy GP for IndyCar. Alex Plo won. Um, Ganassi was really quick today in first round of uh, Indy 500 practice for qualifying this weekend. Do we care? Oh, we are qualifying this weekend. Yeah, we care. I just haven't kept up with it. This is usually where we talk about go watch Indy 500 qualifying. Um, but we've done that a couple years now, so I don't think go back and watch last year's episode from this time. Yeah, okay. I agree. Um, not really any other news this week. This is going to be a short episode. North Wilkesboro is pretty cool. North Wilkesboro is pretty cool, and we're going there. We are. We're there right now, some of them. Cars Tour <laughs> is there right now. Bunch of cup guys. I've had it on on the other screen. Ah, oh, lucky dog. You, you got Flow? Nah, Twitch. 
someone is illegally streaming it. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, I'm only illegally consuming. You cannot whoa. get. I can't get. Don't in implicate. JTN does not condone the use of streams. JTN that... does not condone it, but I certainly do. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Truck series is Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Gnarly. Big Fox. Who you Gnarly. got? Bubba Wallace is in that race. <sighs> Think or maybe Kyle Busch is in the fifty-one, or William Byron's in the fifty-one. Kyle Larson's in the seven. I'll go to Jayski. I'm gonna take Grand Endfinger because I think him winning would be cool. Because he'd be oh, like, man. "Oh shucks, man." Grand Endfinger. Is this, that's Eric Jones in the sixties? I'm gonna go Eric. Uh, no, what? Definitely not Eric Jones. I just said sixty-six Jones. Why would that be notable? Um, we'll go Bubba Wallace. Why not? Bubba Wallace, number one for Tricon Garage, and then Cup Series All Star Race. Who you got transferring from the Open? Uh, how many transfer from the Open? Two, top two, and then the fan vote. Uh, so top two in the Open. It'll probably be like. Josh Berry and uh, Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest is a good shout. I'll go Berry and Priest getting through. And then, uh, damn, who is going to win the damn fan vote? Noah. Noah or Dinger? Yeah. Well, Ty Gibbs has a lot. Ty Gibbs has a shocking amount of fans. That's right. Ty Gibbs is in that race. Ty Gibbs yeah. might actually transfer in. Yeah, he was he's he was on the verge of being picked by me just now, but forgot about that he's not in that race. I kind of forget that Ty Gibbs exists most weeks, honestly. Yeah. I'm gonna go I think Ryan Priest and I guess Ty Gibbs. I think Barry might struggle. Just with it being a cup cup car and Hmm. That's fair. They don't have a nobody has a notebook. That's fair. I just think a team like Hendrick will be more oh, well yeah. prepared than probably other race teams. Um it will be interesting too, because the fan vote, so like Barry isn't eligible for the fan vote because he didn't run the five hundred. Ryan Newman just isn't in the all star race, even though he's a former all star race winner. Because he's not full time or something. Um, wish Jimmy Johnson was running. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, it'd have been cool, but they would have ran like SHIT. So yeah. Uh, but who do you have winning the All Star race itself? Um, man, that's a tough one. Cause this is like such a oddball short track. Um. I'll go for a vote. I'll go for a driver that I think is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a fun storyline. <laughs> Bubba Wallace. That would be insane. Think Bubba Wallace. They they're getting hot right now. So he was getting hot like we talked about. Wouldn't put it past him. All right. So since you took Bubba for both races, correct. And 
we have the 23 picked for both races so far, and Bubba's in the one for trucks. I'm going to take Ross Chastain. Because mm. that makes my brain feel good that we picked the 23 and one both races. That's pretty good. Makes my brain feel good. Hell yeah. Mm. But uh, that's this week's Fake Racers podcast. It's a short one, folks. Thank God. My mouth hurts. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> As always, we cannot thank you enough for tuning in this week. Make sure if you haven't already, drop a like on the video, subscribe. Great numbers last week. Have to think that's because of the thumbnail, so thank you. Thumbnail was good. Thumbnail was good. Oh, bam. Um, remember, you can follow us at Fake Racers on Twitter to stay up to date. Davey makes our uh, posts, and um, I'm just going to try. Davey needs to just switch over anytime he makes any NASCAR take to the Fake Racers account because apparently that's okay to just use an anonymous account and post your hot takes about racing and then not have any repercussions for it. Yeah, that's a good point. I should do that. I should do that. I should just start saying stuff. Yeah. Jeff Gordon is... I actually might. Jeff Gordon shouldn't even have four championships. Put that on there. Interactions through the roof. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Just say stuff. Yeah. That's a good point. That's what most of those accounts do anyways. Sorry, I wanted to give us a powerful pause. <laughs> the freedom. Uh, you gotta be able to laugh. Hey, at least I'm not a Kislowski fan. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> that was kind of weird that he just randomly went off on that one beer person. <sighs> yeah. That one was weird. I was like... Hmm. Yeah, at least mine wasn't that bad. No, I mean, yours is pretty bad, because yours, yours is like, we now have confirmation that your driver is a full-on Tesla bro. The only solace I take is that other posts about things that I care about don't follow that template, and that's what I'll take to the bank right now. Fair enough. Um, remember, folks, you can follow Davey at Davey Hazard. At D7H5, at D7H5er. Uh, everything's linked down below. Matt's links are also down below, as Davey pointed upwards towards the sky. Um, in the YouTube, sir, you can follow Jimmy Johnson at Jimmy Johnson. Correct. Um, and then at Jojo Network for literally everything else. Uh, right here on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, Twitter. Yeah, got great racing coming up. And our 2003 Damn racing. Skippy. And, uh, we will see you guys next week for a normal sized length edition of the Fake Racers podcast. And my mouth will be better, I think.